Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have my amazing co-host with me, Gina Warfel. We're actually together in person, Yay. which never happens. And we have an amazing guest, Chris Funk, who has been watching us for the past 10 minutes trying to figure out our technology <laughs> like clowns. So she got some entertainment before we started recording. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was a good start. Yeah. We was, know science. We do it, not know technology. No. <laughs> you actually know technology a lot better than I do, though. I Let's figured out how to plug a headphone into a yeah. jack. <laughs> Thanks for the praise. <laughs> you guys, we have a really great podcast today because we're going to be interviewing one of our Getsy members and about her healing journey. But before we do that, we kind of want to make a big announcement that da, 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 we're relaunching our academy. So I know <laughs> we haven't. This is our yep. first time really announcing it. We're relaunching. Chris is the first one hearing it actually Chris is the first I'm one honored yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you I get you two together and I get a big news there you go you got entertainment you got news you guys we're relaunching our academy so depending on when you listen to this early bird will be starting mid-march and so make sure you're signing up for that because we're bringing something new into the academy and that is the mind body soul course and so everyone that signs up for it, the academy is going to get the mind body soul course included in that and so the mind body soul is something it's funny because Gina and I we were both last year we're like do we want to relaunch the academy and around November we're like no let's wait and I love this moment of waiting because we both felt like there was something missing and over the past couple of months it kind of did this like full circle and became really clear to us what we want people to learn before jumping into the academy we want people to like drop into their hearts and their souls before we get cerebral with how to heal because knowledge is important but you have to feel filter that through the intelligence of your body and your heart and your soul. And so that's what we want to teach members. They started to, and Chris, maybe you can tell everyone your experience, but we incorporated little bits of mindset throughout the course. And towards the end of the course, members were starting to pick it up and it became very, very powerful tool. But we want people to start off with that powerful tool. That's why it's number one in the order of healing. Right. Yeah. And so we want people to nail the mind, body, soul piece and heart piece before we start to get cerebral about the mechanics and the biochemistry and the protocols and the supplements. Because when you tap into your own body's intelligence, then it becomes really clear what your body actually needs and wants. And so instead of asking a doctor or a dietitian or me or Gina, like you actually get to ask your body, hey, body, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because when we would take our members through these body processes, the answers they would get were so, it was like almost sacred, yeah, it was you know, beautiful. and now we're going to take it deeper. This course that we're putting together is a sacred course. It just feels very sacred to me. And I'm so glad that we're bringing it on. And if people don't want to do the whole academy, you can just sign up for the body, mind, soul, heart. What is it called? Mind, body, soul. <laughs> We're working on it. It's okay. The mind, body, soul. You guys, I've been up since 4.30 with a puking child, yeah. so I'm tired. <laughs> What's actually really cool about this is it's the evolution of what you and Tristan started that you guys yeah. both, when I met you guys, you both wanted to incorporate this. Yeah. You were like, we want to work in more heart and soul. And so that's kind of where the direction things are going. 
Right. And it's fun too, because as our evolution of heart and soul work becomes yeah. evident, I've kind of spoken about it in past podcasts with my own illness. Like I had to dive into the body and mm-hmm. soul and the heart of everything. Right. And that's where real decor healing happens from yeah. like a cellular DNA level. So if you guys are interested in joining the Academy, I've had a ton of DMs like, Hey, are, are you guys doing it? Is it happening? Like it is happening. We are relaunching. You just want to do the mind, body, soul course, then you can just sign up for that course as well but we have both launching in march and then the mind body soul the heart body soul that starts in may and then the academy starts june to november so jump on in come be a gutsy (laughs) member and with that lead we have chris funk with you chris welcome Thank you, ladies. Chris, tell everybody about you and your healing journey and how you got led into joining the Gutsy Academy. What's your story? I'm super excited for this because we haven't done such a deep dive with individual members unless they come onto our podcast. So I'm really excited to know Mm -hmm. you deeper today and hear more about your story. Gotten to know you a little bit throughout the last six months and in your contribution to our group. So I'm so excited to hear about who were you when you first found maybe Jeanique or Gutsy. I couldn't think of a better addition to Gutsy Academy than what you guys just announced because that was my experience. (laughs) This whole time, the experience that I had with the circumstances in my life at the time, it was literally like, I am going to appreciate this information and take it all and set it aside for now. And I literally just focused on mindset the entire time. Amazing. Amazing. Tell us all about it paradigm shift like I truly I am a different person and I love the person that I am because of the work that's been done and so yeah I mean what was calling to you before you decided to start the Gutsy Academy like what were some of the challenges you were facing yeah so I found Jeanique and Tristan years ago and I started listening to the health podcast years ago and I loved it. And it was so fun because I'd always had this inclination towards healing the body and serving my body. But I think there was some energy and fuel underneath that didn't truly serve me. And I would look into it and I'm like, oh my gosh, when I'm stressed, I'm just eating and I feel out of control. And I, there's this like shame cycle just Mm. going and going fueling itself. And when I moved to Florida a couple years ago, it was this big change. And a lot of things that we moved here for fell through. And so it was just this stress ball wow. of my life. And at this point, Gina, you had started co-hosting. And I remember this podcast, it was like this very interesting day. My husband was working 12 hour days and I wasn't seeing him and I had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving the dog park. It started raining and I'm like, I'd started listening to the podcast with Eugenia and, and so I got in the car and was just finishing and like letting the storm settle. It was like beautiful. And it was where you were talking about having compassion and letting the signs of emotional eating allow you to tune in and see what needs aren't being met. Mm-hmm. And before the dialogue was like, oh my gosh, Chris, like, I can't believe you teach about this. Like you learn about these things and you know what you're supposed to be doing. And there's this cognitive dissonance between what your behaviors are and what you know. And it feels absolute torture. 
And so it was just this very hard, willful trying to change my behaviors and being so disappointed with it. And then there's this juxtaposition of Gina being like, lean in, be appreciative of these signs. And I just start bawling oh, in the car. I never knew this <laughs> story. Like, oh my so gosh. It's so sweet. Yeah. And I would seriously say like, that was just kind of where this like shift started where it was like, okay, we are making these changes and there is going to be this energy of like gentleness and compassion in the way that I'm going to heal my relationship with food and my body that I had never before considered. Amazing. <laughs> so, Anyway, it was really good. It was really special. I would listen to your guys' podcast all the time. Again, it was religious. I would listen to it. Like, <laughs> anyone would come out and listen to it. And Brett would come on and there would be these like really big insights. And I just felt like I was constantly learning and growing that I had known about the Gutsy Academy. And I was like, I'll get there. One day I will get there. But right now I'm improving on free information and I'm going to do that. And I love that because that's why we give free information, right? Maybe we just need to crawl a little bit with the free information. And when you're ready to sprint, run that marathon, like the Academy's there. And so that's why I never want to relinquish the podcast because people you will continue to learn and we want you to have that resource yeah so, oh you're such a perfect example of that Chris thank and you and so much like and I appreciate the leaning in and the courage because mm -hmm. I know what that's like and I know a lot of people know what that's when you have so much knowledge and you know what you should be doing right. and we're in a culture of do better more discipline mm -hmm. more willpower more strict and it gets like it. so overwhelming it. and it's easy to just feel stuck in our shame around like mm -hmm. why can't I just do it your willingness to lean in is so beautiful Chris was it you that was listening to one of our zoom calls with your husband you were on a date was that yes. you yes <laughs> yes that was the best yes. story because like you're yeah. you guys are literally on a date yeah and your husband's in the background there and you're talking we're talking about like parenting stuff and even your husband's like i would like to bear my testimony of the gutsy membership. he was like our first gutsy man yeah. he, he was, was like, like and how it's actually changed parenting in our house <laughs> Yes, so and it was like our first gutsy guy. Yeah, our first gutsy guy. That's what it was. I was like, because all of our students have all been women. Yes, all true. women. And so true. having him jump on the call with us was, was like the so first good. gutsy guy. It was so good. So Chris, so you were dealing with food control and overeating. And what else were you dealing with as far as health goes? Was that your main one? Well, what started me on this like healing journey was definitely going to Guatemala in 20. 2016 and having massive IBS symptoms Whoa. like so bad and the year and a half that I spent there it was just <laughs> these experiences where I'd have to run to our house and go to the bathroom or wow. I'd be stuck in the house for days because I'd have this crazy diarrhea mm -hmm. I'd have to knock on people's like random people's doors and be like can I use your bathroom please mm -hmm. and yeah. it was definitely something I'm like I will address this later mm -hmm. but it got so bad at one point where I asked to get tests for parasites and nothing came up. And so I'm like, okay. And it would be enough to work with that when I did get home again, I tested for parasites and it was nothing. Mm. And I was like, okay, well my symptoms would be on and off, but it definitely did get to a point where I'm like, man, this is frustrating. And I had a health coach in 2020 who happened to like know a surprising amount about gut stuff. And so I was like, can you please put me on a protocol? And I was so grateful because it did help me, but it was interesting because again, like during that time, the mindset around the food was like, 
wow, you don't get to eat gluten. You don't get to eat dairy. Mm -hmm. You don't get to eat these foods. And so it would be like, I do well for a few weeks and then I'd crash. And I was like so unhealthy at that point. My gut was so destroyed at that point, but it didn't matter what I was eating. Everything was going through me. And so I felt Mm -hmm. frustrated at my body. I was like, like, I'm doing so much for you prior to healing. And so I got to a point where it was very manageable and I was able to see that. But again, that's where I'm coming back to the mindset. The approach around it was just so you just need to do this body. And why aren't you doing this quick enough? And it definitely reflects the way I talk about myself in every other aspect of life or historically. I don't do that anymore because there's been so much healing around the mindset. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to talk about that more. But so anyways, my gut health was the big catalyst for diving into health. I literally ended up leaving a master's program that I was supposed to enter in HR because I was like, what am I doing with all my time? I'm listening to health podcasts. Like this does not feel right for me. And so I became a certified personal trainer. And now I'm trying to work towards a functional medicine master's because this is, I do in my time. Like it's so exciting. My gut had healed substantially. I did a parasite cleanse a couple years ago because I would just like do better and then it would bad. Mm -hmm. And the parasite cleanse was like, it changed me drastically. And I'm not surprised because as you were saying, you're, oh, I did all this parasite testing. I'm like, yep, you often get full snake negatives often like that's why I'm like if you have gut issues just rule out parasites just do a parasite cleanse you know what I mean yeah think of like all the issues you could have avoided for years you know if you just did a parasite cleanse but you know no doubt doing a parasite cleanse a couple years ago I passed parasites for like four months and it was a a wild experience and I was my husband was like you are a different person yeah the anxiety went down drastically trying to control my food cravings like it wasn't a thing as much and it seriously set me up for so much success to do the more like inner work it didn't feel like I was at war like it wasn't an uphill battle it was just like okay like mm-hmm. I feel even keeled now. And like, um, parasites are root cause. Uh, guys. Let's not overlook that. Go watch my parasite class because they can oftentimes be a root cause. And everyone's like, well, I got tested and it was negative. I don't yeah. care. Do a cleanse anyways. Just do it. <laughs> because there's so many different types of parasites, ways that the testing can be missed. And it's just, uh, it's like, just go watch the class. But keep going, Chris. <laughs> and that's the thing, Janique, is I did feel so deeply. There's no doubt that this is a parasite, but I definitely was in a place where I just did what I was told and I didn't trust myself. And so looking back, I'm so grateful that I finally just was like, I'm going for it. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've been educated enough where I'm just going to do this. And I'm so grateful that I did. And again, I was like gearing up for doing the Gutsy Academy and it was interesting, actually, because I ended up winning the Gutsy Academy. I oh. sent a review for that. No. Like, oh. I was not planning on doing it was awesome guys like I've never won anything I was like this is cool (laughs) out of all the things I could win full circle the universe chose you (laughs) you didn't have a plan to join the academy but the universe was like this is what you have up next yeah and outwardly I was like this is not good timing I had just gotten pregnant unexpectedly and my father passed away and I'm like I should not be doing this right now and I missed some meetings by for sure but going into it and having listened to like Brit in the podcast again guys like 
everyone go listen to Brit's podcast. Like they are amazing and they're free and they changed me. And so going into, I'm like, no, I've been given this opportunity and I will take crazy religious notes. I have a whole Google drive of everything that's set there for when I need to. But right now I'm going to lean into this mindset and I am just going to heal all of these pre-written scripts that don't serve me anymore. And it has been so amazing. I am a different person than I was before I started this Gutsy Academy. So what have, you cool. what have you noticed that is different? How do you relate to your world, to your food, to your body differently? Give us the nitty gritty details. I wish I could encapsulate this in a way, guys, that everyone could just imagine. I'll do my best. Like I truly will, but there are no words that can describe. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it has been amazing because... It's healed relationships with myself. Mm. It's healed relationships with my family. It's, I view the world so differently now. And mm. no, I'm not going to apologize. Don't I actually apologize. love this. I yes, love sharing. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's been an amazing experience. For example, my kids have taught me so many lessons. And it's because I hold on to this constant idea that so many ways that we perceive things is through the lens of up to a seven-year-old child. Mm -hmm. Like Brits explained, like we really just, we start understanding the world in a very egocentric way about how like we are the cause of so many Mm -hmm. things. And that's just not the truth. And so it's been really, really cool when I start feeling negative about things or when it's like this shame spiral, I pause and I'm this is seven-year-old Chris and she needs loving and she needs oh. some healing right now like oh. let's get curious about this wow oh, and it has been so cool because oh my gosh I can tell you there are amazing things happening in my life I'm so grateful there's also really clunky things and by no means I'm like I'm healed like right I'm healing it's going to be a long-term healing process but every time symptoms come up wow my body is telling me something yeah and I am not defined by these symptoms and Britt was like in the academy one night she goes I don't remember who was talking but they were like oh my gosh I'm really stressed out about all these symptoms coming up no it is not the symptoms causing you stress it is the story you are creating around Around the the symptoms symptoms that cause this problem yes and I was like what Uh and so I've had some weird things happening postpartum Mm. and I'm like cool my body is making so many changes right now. And yes, we will figure these out and it's not going to last forever, but right now it's okay that these symptoms are here and it is okay to slow down. And when there are these like thoughts of being upset that I need to slow down or that I don't have time to slow down, Mm -hmm. it's definitely like, why is it not okay to slow down? Mm. And why my safety doesn't change discomfort is not unsafe. You know, that's Mm. another thing. Just because you're uncomfortable does not mean you're unsafe. You are safe in your body and your worth does not change. It is innate. It is just there. And I can sit on the couch and be tired for one day and it's not changing anything. Wow. You've become the observer of everything. You are now observing. You're out of the chaos and you're witnessing the chaos and you're seeing, oh, look at those interesting stories I used to tell myself about the chaos. Look at how I used to think I was the chaos. And so you're taking a step back and you're like, let's rewrite this. Let's reframe this. Let's look at it from a different angle and then experience it differently. You know, there's this example from The Untethered Soul. It's so beautiful where he talks about how we get so caught up in the chaos and it's kind of like when you go to a movie 
movie. Let's say you're watching a James Bond movie, but instead of just watching the movie, you're hearing what the main actor hears and you're seeing it from his lens and you're actually in the movie, right? But you're kind of like connected to all these things that make you feel like you are the movie, you're in the movie, but you're not. That's the movie. You're the observer watching the movie, but it's so easy to get lost in the movie, you know, when the movie's all you've known. And so what you've done and what you've practiced and what you've learned is you're like, oh, wait, I'm the observer. Let me take a step back. Let me watch. Let me see. Let me change these things a little bit. So you are, I don't like to use the word control because control comes from a place of like deficit and lack, right? You're subtly changing the outcomes right? From a space of abundance and self-centeredness versus internal chaos. So keep telling us, keep going, Chris, keep going. Yeah, totally. And I love that because that was another big shift where your brain is a part of you, but you are not your brain. There is an essence of you that encapsulates so much with your body. I mean, like you guys are talking about this heart, mind, body, soul connection, right? And so, yeah, that's just been really interesting. And granted, there will be things that will happen. It'll be quick. Again, like I'll be quick to revert to a seven-year-old Chris Mm -hmm. and her reactions. But the thing is, it doesn't derail me for all of these different things. I'm like, this is again, an experience teaching me about some need that's not being met or where can some type of adjustment be made. And I'm so much quicker to set aside space Mm -hmm. to write out some thoughts and be like, are these true? Like, are these thoughts true? Because if you are living by these thoughts being true, you are acting accordingly. And like it was taught in the modules that stories that we tell ourselves, our body is quick to match what it is that we are telling ourselves in our brains, chemistry, physiologically, our brain will send all the Mm -hmm. enzymatic and receptor cells to confirm what you were thinking, even if that thought isn't true. The phrase that always comes to my mind is like the body will say to us, so it shall be. You know, if we think something, the body will say to us, so it shall be. So if we are in this state of chaos all the time and the body is in service to the mind, the body says, okay, so it shall be. And so it's going to manifest the chaos that our mind is creating. And then we start to laugh when we realize that we're responsible for what we are creating. Exactly. (laughs) That takes a lot of inner work though, because a lot of people are going to be listening to this podcast and saying, Gina, I'm not responsible for this. That takes a lot of work. And I don't completely mean that either, that there are unfortunate things that happen to us that is not in our control. And there's also a different level of respect for the power of our mind Mm -hmm. that contributes to it as well. Who was I having this conversation with the other day? We were talking about how, oh, it was with Jason yesterday where we were talking about judgment. We make a judgment about something Mm -hmm. and we suffer because of our judgment. And so kind of like how you were saying, we have a symptom, we create a judgment around it, and then we suffer because of our judgment around that symptom, Right. right? These stories, these judgments, they create our suffering. And so what you were saying is we are literally embodying everything that we experience we've created. It it all stems from our judgments about things. And if we can have a paradigm shift, everything changes. Even our judgment around like being tired is so bad. Nobody likes to feel tired, but it's so easy to judge tired is bad. So then we need caffeine and then we need all these things because it's bad. But like, what if we gave ourselves a day to be tired and just let go of the label that it's bad and just realize this is a different state that my body is in and how can Mm -hmm. I nurture that and give that what it actually just needs right now. I love that because again, like you said, everyone thinks tired is bad. Your Mm -hmm. body is telling you it's exhausting. It's the story that tired equals unproductive. Unproductive challenges my self-worth or it's like it's the story around what tired means. Exactly, exactly. So anyways, Chris, keep telling us, (laughs) keep telling us your story. 
<laughs> yes. I mean, that resonates so deeply. I've spent the last two years literally focusing on slowing down, saying no to things mm-hmm. and taking things out of my life to slow down because it. it has been <laughs> the complete opposite. Yeah. What is this? Why are you, why are you looking it. at me? Why are you looking at me? I said, we Gina? as a team, we as a team get it. We both okay. get it. I'm feeling slightly judged. <laughs> You actually slow down to speed up, right? Like you actually slow down and there's less chaos and less stress on your body. And then you come back to life refreshed and Mm -hmm. rejuvenated or giving your body what you need. Exactly. And why does it take us years worth of, and Chris, I'm going to use you as an example, but because you are everyone, right? Everyone can relate to you. Why does it take us two years of listening to podcasts and doing classes to learn that the most healing thing we can do is to actually slow down? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes illness to literally sedate us, Mm -hmm. to literally paralyze us. It's like whacking us us in the shins, like stop doing everything so hard. Stop doing the things, right? Like the body is like like, taking us out. It's too much. It's too much. Mm -hmm. It's too much. And our bodies are actually, they're vessels for joy. Yeah. But we are like, no, productivity is my essence, right? And their body's like, no, joy is. Slowing down is. Enjoying the moment is, right? And so so sometimes our bodies have to wrestle us down to be like, you're doing it wrong. Well, that's why I think mindset can be the most powerful tool for healing because we can know that. But if we have an underlying fear around what does it mean if I slow down and take care of myself, there will always be like resistance and we won't do it. Right. So that's why I think right. like you were saying like the mindset piece was probably the most impactful piece for your healing to happen. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, that was a hard one to swallow when there was on one of the podcasts, it was like being sick serves you. And I was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm so mad. <laughs> but, okay. So I went, go, so let's go into this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. were so mad, but yeah. what got you to the, oh my God, it's true. What got you there? Because oh, at first like, we were offended. How dare you? How dare you say I that totally to me? Went home. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went home butthurt and I talked to my husband and I was like, being sick serves me? Like, what is this? That is not true. And I just marinated in it. And it's like, I thought, okay, if there's resistance here, there's got to be some truth here. And that has been such a big breakthrough that every time, and I see it, I see it. I'm like, man, even as a child, in order for me to feel like I needed to slow down, I would be sick or I would Mm -hmm. say that I was sick. And I mean, I look at it now and I'm like, thank you, body. You know, Mm -hmm. thank you for being like so ready to stop and just scream at me that you need to slow down and you need to take time to heal and you're allowed to take up space and to figure things out. And so that's just been, again, it's just been so firing. And like I said, mind like shift the paradigm. I'm like, my world just opened Mm -hmm. up to so many things. Can I share a fun story? Because how you were talking about like children getting sick and whatnot. It's funny because I was a high achiever. I was very athletic when I was young. I was always on like the A teams and I was always top three in my class. And, and I felt this, I had to be perfect. I didn't know that as a kid, but I, that's what I was doing. And I dealt with a lot of illness when I was young too, when I was at my highest achieving whatever. Right. And so my mom took me to doctor, to doctor, to doctor. And so I started to get this message of like, something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. Right. But it's interesting because I've done all this work now and I've gained all this emotional intelligence and I wouldn't say I'm there, I've made it, but I can now be very introspective. And it's interesting because when my parents met Ryan for the first time, you know, they're meeting my fiance for the first time and Wait, you guys are engaged? we're engaged. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Wait, you haven't told anyone no, that, I have haven't. you? But I'm assuming. Chris is again first oh to hear. 
This just in. This just in. You're getting all the updates. Thank you. Thank you. And so when they were talking with him, as parents do, and they love me so much, they're bragging about me and all my achievements and all my things. And I'm listening to them. And in my mind, I'm saying that poor girl, she felt like she had to be everything so that she could get attention. And the thing is like, my parents doted on me. They loved me. Right. But I figured out a way to get even more love. Right. I figured out a way to hack the system so that they would just they would dote on me. Right. And they would give me everything I wanted. Like the cuddles, the time. And I know they would have given that to me anyways. It's almost like this like addiction. If I act a certain way, I'm going to get more love. Right. And I craved their love. I loved them so much that I felt like in order for me to please them even more, I had to be a certain way. So now I'm adult. Right. I'm 34 years old and I'm listening to them talking about this young girl and I'm feeling sorry for her that she felt like she had to do all these things to be important and to get even more. Right. And so it was really interesting to do that full circle and to sit as an adult now and be like, I don't put that pressure on myself anymore. That was unkind. I taught what I learned was the more I achieve, the more attention I get. No one said, Hey, Janique, you're doing so good, but you know, I will love you regardless of how many A's you get. I will love you regardless of how many teams you make. I will love you regardless of how many home runs you make. Those things don't matter. What matters is that you're happy. What matters is that you're taking care of yourself. Like no one said that to me as a young girl. And so I say that to my kids all the time. Every time I see they are trying to perform like monkeys to get my love and my attention, I always ask them, I'm like, Hey, do you like it? They're like, I do, but do you? And I'm like, I love it, but you know, I love you regardless of the pictures. You know, I don't care if you get the A's. I don't care. I don't want to put that pressure on them because then we turn into adults like us where we feel like we have to be productive all the freaking time and it literally makes us ill. Mm -hmm. And so our bodies, like my body made me sick when I was young and my body's made me sick now, right? And all the times it's to slow down. Mm -hmm. It's to be like, stop doing the things and just be. What an amazing teacher illness can be. It's like the best teacher on the planet if we're really ready to listen to what it's trying to tell us. Anyways, that was my story. Chris, keep going. Keep dropping all the truth bombs. (laughs) I resonate with it so much. Like it does mean so much. And I do think it's a beautiful relationship to see my children and to be like, I don't get worth out of you. Like you are just your own human. And I, it's an honor to learn from them. Wow. And just as much as to teach them, they are teaching me something. My four month old son, (laughs) I had this experience where my son is very different than my daughter. She is willful and she's quick to show like physically when she has a need, if she's tired or hungry, like we, it's all clear. And so we're quick to respond to those needs because Mm -hmm. she makes it very known. And my son is like, so chill and he could be way, way beyond tired. And he's just like smiling at you. And I'm like, I know you need to go to sleep, you know? (laughs) And it was this like cool teaching moment where I was like, man, I'm so grateful that he's chill and that I can put him down and he's flexible. And then I had this thought where I was like, that doesn't mean his needs don't mm-hmm. deserve any less attention. Yes. And it was like, okay, well, <laughs> just yeah. because I'm a people pleaser or working on being less of a people pleaser or just because I'm not as assertive 
does not mean that my needs don't deserve less space. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool to like look into this little, these children's world who are so pure and teach you so much (laughs) and about what you deserve, about what your body deserves, about Mm -hmm. the love that you deserve, about the safety that's just inherently there and that we can lean. You know, it's funny because I want to share another story about Tristan. Actually, Tristan was the angel child. He never said he was very quiet. He was very introverted. He was, but, and so his parents and people around him, it like interpreted that as, oh, he's easy. He doesn't have any needs, but so they wouldn't give him attention, right? They would go to the other squawking kids. You know, there were five of them. So how Tristan internalized that was, I am unlovable. I am unimportant. Like nobody sees me and I'm not worthy to be alive. He internalized that. I can't remember if he was three or four. I have the recording of him telling the story. But when he was three or four, when he would get ill in the middle of the night, like throw up, he would go and clean up his own vomit so that he wouldn't be a burden to his parents because his belief system was, I am unworthy of being taken care of. And this was all from stemming from being a quiet kid. So you sharing that story about your son, I want parents to be mindful of the quiet children because their needs just as important. And you have to advocate for them because they don't know how to verbalize them. They don't have the emotional intelligence yet. They just have feelings and they're interpreting their world in a very distorted way. So you need to come in and you need to give words to their needs and say, hey, it's okay to want this. It's okay to use your words. It's okay that you don't verbalize it the way that your siblings do, but I'm here to help assist with that. Like we need to be very careful. And the same thing with our bodies as well, like treating our bodies as those children and not waiting until they're actually breaking and screaming out at us. But sometimes hearing the subtle shifts that even if there's a day that we're just like, for some reason, staying in bed is just calling to me today Mm -hmm. or just listening to those fine tuned things of our needs and not waiting. Oh, well, I'm not in pain or I'm not debilitated or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but like really Mm -hmm. honoring that child in all of us that might some days be screaming at us and some days it might be more soft and subtle. I love that. I love that so much. That was a big one for me with, because my dad passed away in June. I'm so sorry, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, again, like Gina, like you said, there were just days where it was like, I just feel off. Mm -hmm. There's just grief. There's just this emotion. And it was so nice to like be in the the trenches with this Gutsy Academy cohort, Mm -hmm. experiencing so many different things and just being like, we don't have to assign meaning to our emotions. Just let them be, just let them do their thing. It was so nice to have these big emotions and oftentimes out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. be like just giving space for it like that right so there cute. captures what self-love mm-hmm. is is yeah. when you're like I don't have to have a reason why I'm feeling the way I do or, or why judgment. I'm doing what I'm doing or judgment there's no judgment there's no is. story and how do I hold it right mm-hmm. now how do I love it right now I use the example of think of your emotions like people staying in a hotel they're just staying temporarily and then they're leaving again so right now you have the energy of sadness hanging out in your body hotel like it's gonna move out it's not staying there forever they're right? like in-laws staying in your spare room right. sometimes they're there longer than <laughs> what you'd like but it's fine you deal with it right but it's when we start to resist it's when we start to create stories that we keep it in there right and so you just allow it to move out it's energetic motion emotion it's energy it moves it motions out and Mm -hmm. so what you were doing is you were the observer you were just sitting back you're like oh here you are welcome old friend and then it just 
goes through you again. I love that you did that and you figured that out because it's when we hold on to it that that's when it gets locked into our bodies and that's when it gets locked into ourselves yeah, and that's when it starts to change. I'm like the I said, yeah, that's when it wants to hang out like the in-law. Yeah, like when, yeah when it doesn't move <laughs> When they want to move in and you're like, no, you can't move in. You're causing a lot of dysfunction. Yeah, get out. What, what you resist will persist. persist. Right. And so a lot of people are probably like, well, how do you move it out? Well, you can observe, you don't create stories. You can go it's for It's actually walks. feeling it. It's feeling. Because even sometimes doing things with it can be bypassing it. Right. Like when we pretend it's not there, sometimes when we even feel another feeling just to resist the actual feeling, mm-hmm. like judgment of the feeling is an avoidance of feeling the feeling. Right. It's like all these different tools. And sometimes we use music or other mm-hmm. things to make us happy to like bypass the feeling. But I think in order to take a feeling and actually move it through us, like it has to be felt. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so true. All right, Chris, what else? Tell us. <laughs> well, Tell so us all the things. So I well, so I'm kind of curious, like what did that actually look like? So we talked about these big concepts around feeling and how that changes our health. So what were like some specific things that in real life maybe shifted for you around were there any habits or the way that you approach your food or your eating or just anything that were noticeable changes in your life? Yeah. And granted, like I was learning so much about my body and the physiology of the needs around it as well. And so that was just really nice because there were things that I was gradually changing for my body to then be like, these physiological needs are met. If there's an emotional, if there's like a yearning for a craving, is this something physiological or is this something that I'm trying to avoid emotionally? And so oftentimes like just pausing to think about that and being like, okay, I'm going to do some changes here with my food or my body movement or whatever. And if that's not figuring something out, then like I'm going to tap into it. And oftentimes that's like simple stuff. Like I I'll do journal work where I'll write down like to myself, Chris, this is how you're feeling. These are the stories you're saying right now. And then I'm like, thank you. Because right now I'm writing in my journal. Like I wouldn't be here if there were these uncomfortable thoughts. (laughs) It's just kind of this like dialogue that I externalize onto paper. And then I'm like, let's adjust this (laughs) because these things aren't true. It can literally be like anything. And oftentimes it's like a scarcity mindset where it's like, you can't achieve what you're wanting to because your kids are interrupting you every two Mm -hmm. seconds or, and it's like, okay, whoa. (laughs) And that's such a valid thought. And it's like, yes, they are interrupting. We don't have to pretend those things aren't true, but then it's like, yeah, they are interrupting. And also what is another truth? Mm. They are interrupting and what you're working on doesn't have a timetable. You're imposing some timetable that doesn't have to be there. That's beautiful. Wow. And so That's really nice because it's like, I don't have to lie with these fake affirmations. Like, yes, there are young kids with very real interruptions (laughs) and I don't want to miss that. Like, I don't want to feel resentment toward these experiences or these little humans. I want to lean into these things. Yeah. That's so so beautiful. That's one, Gina. Another one is I have started a gut protocol and I am currently not doing gluten and I'm not doing dairy and it feels so different from the first time that I eliminated to chose to like take those things out. It is not hard. Wow. And I've never thought that I would be that person. Wow. Like I've never, Oh, you can just do this. And it's because I'm like, I'm not trying to will myself into these changes. Your energy is like, I get to do this now versus I have to do this right before you're like, I have to to heal. And now you're like, I get to nurture my body this way. Right. And so you're in choice and you're loving it. Yeah. 
it's so empowering when someone's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You can't eat this. Or like, Oh, I didn't consider that. I'm like, fine. Like it is totally fine. I deserve not to eat that cupcake. Ooh, I I love that. Wow. I know. I love that. It's so, wow. My body deserves this Mm. right now with where it's at like that won't be doing anything good for it. And I want to feel good. And right now, like not taking those things in, simplify the symptoms that I'm experiencing. And other times it's not, I'm like, shoot, I have taken all these things out and I am still getting bloated and this sucks. And I just have to lean into like, and another thing is not identifying with you being sick. I used to be like, I'm an anxious person. I am a person with gut issues. And I'm like, right now I'm dealing with it. I heal. Mm -hmm. My body heals. And it has shown me time and time again that it heals. And so that's also really nice to have changed throughout my identity. How did you get there? Because that's really hard for people to switch that identity, Mm -hmm. right? Because when you have been burned so much by your, I want to use this loosely, burned by your body and betrayed by your body. I'm putting in air quotes here for people that can't see, because this is the language people use a lot. My body betrayed me. My Mm -hmm. body turned against me. How did you get from my body is failing me to I'm actually not my illness. My body actually can heal. My body does it all the time. What were the steps like for you? I mean, there's so many things, right? But I would say to simplify is just give yourself time. Mm -hmm. This has been a years long process and something that I am still working on. Like there are experiences and pockets that things come up where I'm like, that's something that needs to be looked into. But I would say educating and learning about just the physiology has been and the way mm. your body interacts with your environment, mm-hmm. with put into your body, what you put onto your body is so empowering because I feel like when these little things happen, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do digging. And there's a reason to these things. Yeah. I'm not just crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> these are real things happening. And that's been a really big one because I think it's easy to want to give your power up right to someone else to some expert but if you gently start where you're at and to just be like I'm going to just work on one thing and these things are making a difference and to just constantly remind yourself that that does it's like you're able to like look at back and be like wow the comparison of who Chris was then and now who she is now would you say it's the accumulation of your thoughts that have changed the chemistry throughout your body and your body now is like beating to a different tune right if your mind is like the tune it's Mm. the drum right and now you've literally just changed you've changed the drum beat and now Mm -hmm. the body is moving differently right the body it's just saying yes and so it shall be so you've changed how you think about yourself you've changed how you think about your environment you've changed how you think about the body you've educated yourself on how the body can actually function when we get out of its way and then you're like oh great and then complete shift right you're just shifting your perspective and when we shift our perspective on our bodies on ourselves things have to change. Mm -hmm. Your body has to change because it says yes. And so it shall be. It's the conductor. The brain is the conductor. Yes. And the body says yes. And so it shall be. And And so your brain is now a healthier brain. And now you are in a healthier body, Mm -hmm. right? That's Mm -hmm. really what it is. You've taken all these tools and all these truth bombs, right? And you've truly internalized it and processed it and sat with the ugly and the uncomfortable illness serves me instead of being like, oh, that's bullshit. You're like, oh, wait a second. I'm uncomfortable there's something here and you did the work you did the uncomfortable work and you got to the other side 
And I just want to say this is so beautiful. Like it really fills my heart because I think that this is everything that you and Tristan created this for and what he would have wanted. And I feel like he is here just like, Aww. like I can just hear his voice, you know, <laughs> just like so happy. Yeah. I really feel like he's here with us. And this is everything that you crave people to feel is yeah. that self-trust and that not identifying with their illness and that beautiful things can have healing really truly can happen yeah. from a different place, not out of fear and protocols, but right. when the mind and the body and everything is working together. Right. So after Tristan died, people asked, what do you wish you could have done differently with Tristan? What would you have done differently with his healing journey? And my answer is always, I wish we started with the mindset towards the end of his life that I realized mindset's everything. And that's when I created the order of healing. I was like, we should have started there because it was really him bringing down his heart walls and feeling his feelings for the first time, probably ever probably since he was two, where he did a lot of healing and a lot of growth. And I saw those changes, but it was also a little too late. And so it's been really important to me that becomes the message of like, before you become so cerebral about the protocols and about the diets and about the eliminations, right? Get your brain in check, have your brain be a healing brain, have the conductor be a healing conductor, Mm -hmm. not a conductor of lack and a conductor Mm -hmm. of brokenness. Sickness Sickness. is is beneficial. Mm -hmm. Right. Change Mm -hmm. the conductor, change change the thermostat, change your thoughts, change your beliefs, change your mindset. And then the body will say, yes, and so it shall be. So I wish we started that way. There was so much anxiety. There was so much self-loathing. There was so much, there was so much and he hid it for so long, you know, like even from me. So I just, I think you nailed it. He's happy because this is the message, right? Like this is what the gutsy academy, the gutsy everything has evolved into. We have become so sciencey and yet the mindset and the spiritual aspect and the heart aspect is the part that lights me up the most. The Mm self-trust. That is where the healing happens, right? Because if it was really about getting more knowledge and more information, then everyone would be healed, right? Because we all know the things. It's an abundance of information. There's so much information. I mean, you just go on Instagram and everyone's telling you all the things that are making you sick and all the And the the information is helpful. It's helpful. The information is helpful. it's not everything. But yet we're still not there yet, right? Poor Chris, we talk a lot. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I know. I love it. I'm like, wow. I would just say like, this is awe-inspiring to think like, oh my gosh, who would have thought Chris, who was listening to this podcast is now on On here and to just hear you guys talk about it. It's so cool. And Johnny, I know you would have loved to start with mindset, right? Obviously going back, we can now argue it's the best thing ever, but it has been such an honor on this side to actually see and hear you also healing your mindset. Mm. It is such a different energy. Thank you. Because it did used to be very cerebral. And there were times where I was like, my gosh, like, I don't know where to start. This is so much. So much information. If you people, if you guys go back and listen to the podcast, the language around things change. Mm -hmm. And that's such a big thing. The language around the way you talk about like our body and about just the environment it's so much more of a it's more gentle mind yeah and that's what's fun is when we get to know when people join the academy and we get to know and see you and every single week and get so intimate and then it's like we all get to grow together Mm because we're also showing up on our own healing journeys and our own paths and that's what's beautiful is having so much time that we get to like grow and evolve together Mm -hmm. and learn together and we learn so much from people who are 
right. part of it. And if you're a listener and you're like, I should start from the beginning of the podcast. Don't do that. Don't start from, start at the ends. <laughs> it's start all at good. The, start it's at all the latest valuable. episode. It's all valuable. It's Just all bring don't you get scared. Well, I, you know, I think it's great to learn the information. There's so much gold and wisdom and information. I loved going back and listening to you and Tristan on the podcast. He was funny. So smart. You guys are really funny together and so smart. <laughs> I but know. I think that the filter to look at it there was like, how does this feel to me? Mm-hmm. What is my body really needing right now? Right. And so your story is really beautiful. I think that you've done that so well and you just, yeah. it's been so amazing to watch your journey. It's beautiful. My hat is off to you. Like, <laughs> really. Thank you for showing up today and sharing all of this. Also tell your husband, we loved having him on the call. Oh, it was so that fun. Was so great. great. It was so the lovely guy. I love that we were on the date with them, you yeah. know? <laughs> so happy. <laughs> so tell him this is hi. for men too. This is for everyone. And Taylor himself has also healed Aww. so much. And so we're affecting families here. Guys need to get on there too. You know, my motto from the beginning is a good teacher and a good leader is one that creates more teachers and leaders. So that's what this is. You are now a teacher and a leader and you that's bleeding into your families. It's bleeding into your children. That's going to bleed into all your relationships, families, friends, neighborhood. And so that's the point of the academy is to have you be the expert, right? We're all experts. We just need to tap into our own internal source and power. And your body's got that. Like your body will figure it out. We just need to learn how. And so Chris, you showed us that you've learned how you did it you did it you're doing it thank you, <laughs> so thank thank you. you. but truly it's an interdependent thing yes we have the power within ourselves but man everyone is serving each other so much yeah. in this community so and i'll be honest like even hearing your story reminds me because i'll be honest this week i've been in trigger around my symptoms because my cortisol's been up and my symptoms have been worse and i've been trying to get out of my head about it and the stories i'm telling myself were bleak Right. And then I get on here and I listen to you and you help remind me of my truth. Right. Your story reminds me of my truth. Your truth reminds me of my truth. Right. And so that's why we heal in tribe. We We exactly. Exactly. We need each other. We need each other's Mm -hmm. stories of empowerment because I mean, look at all the disempowering messages we get. We're slammed with it. Right. From the news, from the media, from Instagram. You have a symptom, cover it up, take something, make it go away. It's bad. Like, so we need each other to lift each other up. Yeah. And so Chris, thank you for doing that for me. I don't think I've told this to members before, but going on the calls helps uplift me. Mm-hmm. There've been days where I've been really dark to in my healing. And you guys remind me of the things I've taught you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm in the it's dark, like the you guys shine away. the light. Mm-hmm. Yes. You just have the tools and the people around you to remind you. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's there. Thank you, Janique. So thank thank you, Gina. And listeners, thank you for tuning in today and listening to Chris's amazing story of self-healing and mindset. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I do want to remind everyone, we are doing this thing. If you leave a review, then you stand a chance to win a free hair analysis. It doesn't come with the consult, but this is for all US-based listeners. So leave a review. We will pick a winner every two weeks for a few months. So we really would love it if you leave a review. If I am very organized, I will read those reviews. <laughs> so it's funny. Our podcast producer always tells us, Unique, you need to connect with your audience by reading reviews. I'm so bad at doing that, you guys. So I'm going to try and read your reviews to connect with you more. But we would really love to hear from you. So leave a review and you'll stand a chance to win a hair analysis from Proba Health. And that's it. How do you? That's it. How do we want to end? I just hope everybody's more inspired today that yeah. when you take healing a little bit different. And Chris, thank you for sharing so vulnerably your story. I think it's going to be so helpful 
helpful to other people on their path. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast. 